This is the Unity Community of Central Oregon podcast. Okay. Welcome, everybody, both here and online. My name's Jim Palsmore, and I'll be your host today. And I'm so pleased to be your host. It's just such a beautiful time to be out and about with the wonderful weather we've been having, the beautiful trees. Nature is just displaying all of its beauty for us. So I'd like to welcome everybody of all characters, all stripes, all religions. Yeah, characters like yourself, Dave. (laughs) All ages, uh, all sexual orientations, you name it. We are a diverse community, but we come together in unity, and we love that unity. And so we have a mission statement that reflects that welcoming also, along with embodying a lot of what we believe and of who our community is and who we are. So let's say that mission statement together. We are a vibrant, welcoming, multi-generational, prosperous community embodying love and awakening spiritual consciousness. And next we're going to have these wonderful songs. They call them chants. I call them joy songs because they're so joyful. And it gets us all up and we all get to experience the joy together. So enjoy. Hey everybody, it's Soul Shine here. We're going to sing a song that we did last week because we're trying to do the two songs like two weeks in a row thing. This is the I Am As God Created Me. You know we sing from our feet, so if you're you're not standing, please do. Sing I Am As God Created Me. Three little parts. It's a fun song. Have fun with it. Here you go. Let's hear you sing loud. I am as God created me In the light, in the love, in the glory I am as God created me In the love and the glory, in the light and the love and the glory, in the light and the love and the glory, I am. In the light and the love and the glory, in the light and the love and the glory, in the light and the love and the glory, I am. In the light and the love and the glory of God, I am. In the light.
so this is a time that everybody loves. I love it anyway. <laughs> it's called celebrations. And Jane, I understand you were going to do that? Is that? Oh, look who else is here. Naomi. Okay. Am I hot? Ooh, I'm you hot. You are, yes. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. Central Oregon Unity Community, and welcome to everyone online. This is our celebrations. I'm Claire Kubota today. <laughs> Although I don't have my pink boa. Um, I am celebrating being on time because I was almost late. Um, for everyone who's online, if you haven't already, comment with what you're thankful for. Comment with what you're grateful for so that we can participate together and everyone can comment and share with you in your celebrations. In the meantime, we actually have a couple celebrations that were already commented. Kevin and Claire Kubota are celebrating that they get a wonderful group in Italy today. And then, oh, she says, I hope to see you in a boa <laughs> this Sunday. Uh, Molly Jimenez is saying, after fevers and headaches last weekend, we are celebrating seeing the backside of COVID with just lingering cold symptoms. And we're really, and we'll really be celebrating once everyone is back in school. Amen. <laughs> I'm not used to holding a mic. I'm usually hosting and I'm like mic free. Okay, uh, then there was another one. Suzanne is actually in our sound booth and she texted me a celebration. I'm doing celebration, oh no, that was my text to her. <laughs> my gratitude is for the rapid healing of my wrist and my cleaning angel friends who helped me clean the house to get ready for a new roommate. She broke her thumb or wrist and she's all on the mend now. Amen. Lisa Jordan is celebrating fall is in the air. And uh, Lisa Jordan is also celebrating um, Nathan, Sean, and Tara's return to health. We're so thankful and blessed to have everyone in a great spot. Lots of health. Lots of, lots of sickness and quick return to health this morning. And Lisa is also celebrating a few things, the wellness of our kids and their happiness and being together is a bit spontaneous. And Scott and I are blessed to have siblings that love being with one another. Amen. I'm always so thankful when I realize the contrast between myself and other friends. When my siblings and I, we, we really like each other. We get along and spend time together. So who in the room has celebrations they'd like to share? Yes. Eric. Oh, well, hey. Uh, I'm celebrating... Nick's birthday, and I'm also celebrating this guy down here. He is turned 11 this, uh, on the 15th. And, and also, our friend here, Aaron, has a, had a birthday the same day, the 15th. So. Happy birthday, Aaron and Zeke. All right, who else has celebrations? Yes, Dave. I'm just really excited. Um, both my parents, 86 and 82, are, are alive, doing great, and they're healthy, and they're they're being really cool for me with going through all this. 
we get to go to their house tonight and Kalinda's mom as well and have a big family dinner. And I'm just really excited that I have a family that could be so, you know, healthy and supportive. Amen. More celebrations. Yes, Jane. I am celebrating Halloween season and being able to decorate pumpkins with my grandson. Wonderful. Uh, Nate, and then I'll grab you. Here we go. I am celebrating a variety of things this weekend, um, not the least of which Aaron is back, my best friend, my beloved wife, uh, turned something <laughs> two days ago with Zeke, and we spent a wonderful weekend in Ashland, and our daughter got her driving permit last week, and then Grandma and Grandpa are stepping up with a car for her, and so we've been having fun looking for that, and it's all just coming together. And on top of all that, I lived through it this weekend, so I'm celebrating that. It's been crazy. Happy birthday, Aaron. Aaron is who uh, inspired me two years ago to step into the fullness of my gray, and I haven't colored my hair since, and I am loving it. <laughs> all right, what was your name? Becca. I'm celebrating starting the Art of Spiritual Self-Care class with Reverend Jane and Reverend Beth. I've never done any kind of spiritual class before, and I can really feel the, the growth that is already happening, so I'm celebrating that. Thank you, Becca. Donna? I'm going to get my exercise. I'm celebrating Michael Stillwater. That chant is by Michael Stillwater, and I used to host workshops for him, and he's such a dear person. He lives in Switzerland, but I'm looking forward to the day that we can host him here. And if you ha don't know his music, just check him out. And he has these beautiful international song uh, platforms to bring music and joy and peace to the world. Thank you, Donna. <gasps> yes, Jim! I'm celebrating Dave, Dave being past everything he's experiencing and seeing him whole and well and perfect. And I have one more for myself. <laughs> I'm celebrating that after three weeks I finally got my little sports car back and I don't have to commandeer Joanne's car anymore. So Joanne, you're free to use your car anytime you want. <laughs> Thank you, Jim. William? Oh, I'm, oh, you're not Mike, though. I'm celebrating that my adult sons are making moves to get their driver's licenses. <laughs> One of them got his permit, and the idea of us getting together without me having to drive all over the place to make it happen is a really beautiful thing. <laughs> Amen. Any more? Hands, hands, hands. No? Okay. I actually forgot my celebration was not only being on time, but I am finally, at the ripe young age of 40, committed to learning Spanish. So anyone out there who wants to practice conversational Spanish, I'm your girl. <laughs> With that, we're back to Jim. <laughs> okay, so now uh, I'm going to uh, pass on to you a question that William has for all of us to contemplate and reflect on for about a minute here, but uh, moreover, during the week as you go into your uh, busy life or non-busy life, whatever it is, something to reflect on. So how has your life 
changed over your lifetime in terms of the world, in terms of culture, and in terms of yourself? It's a powerful question, and it's one that could be, you know, a discussion that could go on for hours, but we're going to do it as a reflection instead of a discussion. So take a minute, and after a minute we'll come back and we'll go into prayer. question with you uh, throughout the week. Uh, it's a powerful question. I know the first thing I thought of was the first time I saw a television when I was seven years old. Uh, I'm a little older than some of you. <laughs> and then cell phones. I mean, how has that changed our life? Computers. Oof, never mind. I'll leave it at that. So uh, we're going to go into prayer now. Uh, and you have some prayer forms in the back of the chair ahead of you. Uh, there are green prayer form and uh, you can fill that out for your prayer and put it in the basket when the baskets come around. Prayer is one of the most powerful things we do. It's what unity is based on, actually. And uh, it's, it's positive prayer. It's making claims for what we see. Not what is, but what we see. So, for example, what is with Dave is going to be disappearing into its native nothingness. What we see for him is perfect health. And so... In, in this time of prayer, what we're going to do is we're going to make claims. And I changed the word just for today in honor of William to decrees, since he's talking about sovereignty. Yeah. Does that sound okay? <laughs> okay. So you're going to make decrees as to what you uh, are envisioning for your life. And I'll give you an example. This was uh, about two weeks ago. Uh, there was, how many of you remember the lockdown that occurred at all the high schools throughout Bend? Some of you remember it. Uh, well, I have a 15-year-old granddaughter that lives with Joanne and I, and uh, she called me and said, I am on a bus, we're all hiding, there's a lockdown, people are running out of school, uh, and it just, I mean, what a feeling that is for a grandparent or a parent uh, to know that your child is uh, in a situation where there's potentially a serious problem. Uh, it was supposedly someone with a weapon uh, well, it turns out that after a little while, I couldn't find anything on the internet, I realized there is one thing I can do about it. And I said the prayer of protection for, all the, for her and all the students. And within 10 seconds, literally, I get a call from her saying, the lockdown's over, it was a false alarm. Turns out it was somebody with a compass. Now, I don't know what kind of compass it was, but to mistake a compass for a weapon... Anyway, that's the power of prayer. So uh, be sure to fill out those forms. And for you that are online, uh, you'll find uh, a, your prayer 
possibilities up there under unitycentralorgan.org slash prayer or on the website itself. So I'm going to do a, a prayer for us now, for all of us, and then we're going to uh, follow with song. So let's just take a moment to become still. <sighs> and just to breathe deeply. Feel that inspiration and release everything in your life that isn't like inspiration. Let it go. Expire it. <sighs> the expiration date is now. And so let's take this time knowing that we have such a sovereign power. This power is God's power, spirit power operating in us and through us. And as we acknowledge this power, we apprehend it in ways we may have never realized in ordinary times. We just become filled with the light and the love and the power of spirit. And the reason this is so important to us is that we can use this power to bless others, to be of service. As we bless ourselves with this power, we can send it out to family, friends, this community and the world at large and see all the good that's coming of it. So we make this decree. We are powerful beings. Love is everywhere. And we see love throughout the world, changing the world in marvelous ways. And so it is. Breathe in.
So hang on, time out. This is the part of our service where we slip into a meditation. I invite everyone online that we're all here together. There's no separation. But let's take a moment and close our eyes and drop down from the busyness of our minds and sink into our chairs. Our attention can be many places often, but for this exercise, let's bring our attention within into the center of our being and let's rest in our own wholeness the fact that we're here and now together. Let's evoke the beginner mind within us to be open to new possibilities, new concepts, new ways of seeing ourselves and the reality around us. And let's rest in that. Let's rest in the fact that our heart beats 24 hours a day without our conscious thought, that right now our stomach is digesting the breakfast and coffee we had, Let's rest in the fact that our blood is circulating, that our air is passing through us, that all this is done for us. And with our mental abilities, with our electromagnetic bionosphere, let's just be here now and know that this moment is complete. And so it is. The pine trees lined in the winding road. I've got a name. I've got a name. Like the singing bird and the croaking toad. I got a name. I got a name. And I carry it with me like my daddy did. But I'm living the dream that he kept his. Moving me down the highway, rolling me down the highway, moving ahead so life won't pass me by. Like the north wind whistling down the sky, I've got a song, I've got a song. Like the whippoorwill and the baby's cry, I've got a song. I've got a song, Ooh, and I carry it with me, and I sing it loud. If it gets me nowhere, I go there proud. Moving me down the highway, rolling me down the highway, moving life so life won't pass me by. Share it if you want me to If you're going my way 
Nico, can you put up the affirmative prayer? Yeah, I want everybody to know that as host, none of us ever make a mistake. <laughs> but we do have spontaneous uh, insertions of things in a different place. And since this came earlier and didn't get in there, we're going to do it now. <laughs> and then after that, Donna, we're going to ask you to come up. So let's say this together, please. Love is our ultimate reality, everywhere present and whole. It radiates abundantly and continually creates good in my life and in the world. As we gratefully acknowledge the presence and power of love now, we see the people and circumstances we hold in prayer healed and illumined by love, and so it is. And over to our poet laureate, along with William. We have two poet laureates. How about that? <laughs> Do it now. Can you be the you you are meant to be? Not the you influenced and possibly manipulated by parent, sibling, teacher, coach, mentor, aunt, uncle, friend, media. There is a you in there that might have been gotten locked away. No fault of your own, simply conditioning. The woulds, coulds, and shoulds that you might have lived by. You've been shooting yourself for too long now, yet it never felt authentic. Society can cast a net, a far-reaching net, that catches you in a web of have-tos instead of want-tos. Media spits out ideals, comparisons, icons that seemingly dictate who you should be, or at least who you should aspire to be, 24-7, nonstop feeding you illusions that have nothing to do with your you-ness. Now, stop for a moment. Really stop. Take a nice deep breath and sit. Sit with the longings and true desires that make up the you you want to be. Can you taste it? Can you feel it? Can you breathe into the you that was always meant to be? Can you move from the doingness to the beingness and rejoice in this knowing? Absolute sovereignty is your birthright. Absolute sovereignty is your birthright. I'll say it again. Absolute sovereignty is your birthright. <laughs> Shining your true essence is needed in this world. You may have always known that calling that got put on the shelf. It's time to be it now. Release all doubts, fears, and concerns that get in your way. Let the drive and power of your own imagination bring you to the you you have been waiting for. Sovereignty is not only for countries and kingdoms. It is for all of us to step into easily, gracefully, knowingly, rightfully. I invite you to your you-ness that celebrates your unique gifts, talents, and abilities on this rotating magnificent planet of ours. See it, nurture it, allow it. Will that sovereign you create miracles beyond your wildest imagination? 
so that a world is created of sacred sovereign, sovereign beings expressing self? I double dare you, do it now. <laughs> So for those of you that don't know William, I'd like to introduce him for some of you online that may not know him or even some newcomers here. Uh, William is uh, in a ministerial path and he is an amazing uh, person. He's a loving person, he's a poet like Donna and he writes the most amazing poets and he recites hundreds of lines without looking at a note. I don't know how he does it. Uh, I can get one line maybe. But uh, he's, he's someone that just has changed his life and transformed himself in so many wonderful ways. And you're going to hear some of that coming through when you listen to the talk he's giving. So let's welcome William. So I've taken a deep dive into the concept of personal sovereignty and watched many YouTube videos and checked out a lot of different resources. And um, I dare say it's dawned on me that this is one of the most important things in the whole world. And it's, I've come to realize it's something that I've always believed, even though I may not have been aware that I've always believed it. Um, the concept of personal sovereignty, I have a definition, actually a couple different, uh, rightful status, independence, the ability to have a prerogative, a quality or state of being of being sovereign, having supreme power or authority, or freedom from external control. Now, this concept of personal sovereignty has come upon us as a species relatively recently. It wasn't long ago that women, children, peasants did not have personal sovereignty and were considered property. It's only been recently that we've begin, begun seeing indigenous civilizations as being sovereign. There was a time not long ago that only the wealthy or those in political or military power had sovereignty. This whole concept of sovereignty is going to be coming up more and more. It's a worthy thing for us to consider. One of the reasons for the reflective question about how much change have you seen in your lives how much change have we seen in the world around us and within ourselves is because we are coming out of a paradigm of profit, property, and power. Where the reason why we do anything is because it's profitable. The reason why we do anything is it gains someone power. Now this paradigm is not working. In fact, this paradigm is killing our planet and enslaving our people. There are other paradigms. There is another paradigm. A paradigm of doing something simply because it's the right thing to do. A paradigm that values the whole instead of the demands or wants of one species. So this question of is it the right thing to do or is it the profitable thing to do will be coming up more and more. For the sake of this talk, we're not talking about sovereignty over the material world. We're not talking about sovereignty in politics. We're talking about sovereignty over our own being. Inner sovereignty. Now let's think for a moment, and, and, and I, I want to cover this briefly. What do we really know? Like I'm standing on a stage right now. 
You're sitting in a chair right now. We apparently appear to be breathing. There's one word that, that we're going to focus on for just a minute, and it's the word Adam, A-T-O-M. In Greek, it just means uncuttable, meaning it's not divisible. Some of the most brilliant meta-geniuses with unlimited budgets and great amounts of time have spent a great deal of energy to find out what's inside the atom because we want to know what makes this solid, what makes this reality. And we found that there's nothing there. It's protons, neutrons, gluons, hadrons spinning around each other. But the bottom line is there's nothing actually there, which is spot spawn this new idea of field theory. So instead of looking for something solid that makes reality, we're seeing it as a field. But my point is, what do we really know? I tell you now, the only thing we can truly know in this existence is ourselves. Can I add one thing? Yes. Camera is focused on, and the online people won't be able to see. You. Okay, I'm, I'm so sorry. <laughs> so imagine with me for a minute, and imagine in layers, because we're talking about things that aren't often talked about. I'm reaching for language we don't commonly use, and we're really trying to figure out what is going on here. What is this? And so many times we have identities. Like for me, for instance, one of my big identities on this top layer is I'm a dad. You know, I'm a business owner. I'm, I'm an American. I'm a male. We, we often identify ourselves with our occupation or, or how we function in life. We get caught up in, in these identities we have of ourselves. We also get caught up in our thoughts. And if you take nothing else away from this talk today, you are not your thoughts. We are not our thoughts. What are we really? Behind these identities, behind these thoughts, behind these emotions, there is a witness, a sacred witness that is existing within us right now. This witness was there when we took our first breath. This witness has been there our entire existence. This one witness will be there when we close our eyes for the last time and take our final last exhalation. This one witness. This one beingness. This beingness is sacred. The fact that we are is sacred. The fact that we become self-aware, the fact that we can feel is sacred. This sacredness does not depend upon anything else. Our sacredness is not subject to the world around us. We don't need to be certified, legitimized, guaranteed. Four out of five dentists surveyed do not need to approve of our existence. It's not for sale. It can't be taken from us. This existence, which has always been within us, is here right now. So the idea that we spend all of our time and attention looking out there to find out who we are, being caught up in media, being caught up in conflict, being caught up in the economy. What I invite us to do is to bring our attention, because what we focus our attention on, we're feeding. Let us begin to bring our attention in to what's not for sale. Let us begin to bring our attention in and recognize our own personal sovereignty. And from this place, examine what we believe about ourselves.
Do our beliefs serve us? Do what we believe about ourselves serve us? And, and as I was doing this talk and practicing this, a few things began to dawn on me. If I accept my own personal sovereignty as being my birthright, and thank you so much for your poem, Donna, it was spot on. But if I accept, if we accept our own personal sovereignty as being this unassailable eternal birthright that needs no verification or justification, you hang on, time out. There is no victory for me in the defeat of another. There is no defeat for me in the victory. Think about that. Let that soak in. There is no victory for us in the defeat of another. There is no defeat for us in the victory of another. I can see someone being totally amazing with skills and abilities that are beyond my wildest comprehension and I don't have to feel less than. My self-esteem, the source of my worthiness, is my innate birthright and exists within me. I don't need to, I no longer need to compare myself with others. And then the flip side of that is if I see someone fail, if I see someone who's less than, I don't need to source my self-esteem over being better than anyone. That is a true freedom. It's a true freedom to know that my self-esteem, the source of my being, does not depend upon anyone else. We can never be abandoned. We can never be abandoned because our truth is a sacred source within us that emanates all other things. As we begin to bring our attention down below our thoughts, below our identities, below our emotions into our truth and begin to identify with our truth, life then becomes a choice. We're no longer stretching ourselves, working ourselves, compromising ourselves to try to find some sense of belonging or approval from the world around us. We begin to act as autonomous, sovereign beings. Feel the power in that. Th imagine for a moment, here you are, you're this point of consciousness. One of the brilliant things when I, when I was researching all this is the idea of, of an atom being filled with protons and neutrons. The spaces in between those are equivalent to the spaces in the sky. One scientist was saying, when you look out at the stars and you see these stars and these big spaces in between them, that's the equivalent of an atom. It's all this space. Okay, so you are a point of consciousness sitting in your chair watching online right now, okay? So hang on, time out. We give everything we see, smell, taste, touch, feel, think, consider, we give that all meaning. We give that meaning. Becoming conscious, becoming sovereign is beginning to pay attention to what we feel about things, what we think about things, and questioning those. Are these worthy of us? Are these beliefs worthy of a sovereign being of the cosmos? as a precious baby of the cosmos, is this worthy of us? I think in my own lifetime, growing up in a small logging town, in a conservative, fear-filled religion, I was taught homophobic, fear of homosexuals, fear of dancing. I was taught rich people are evil. I was taught so many things that I now look at and simply shake my head, and I feel honored and privileged that I got to wake up. There is nothing special about me, nothing. I clean floors at night for a living. 
And yet I get to awaken to my own sovereignty and realize this life is a choice. What I believe, what attitudes I have, how I choose the world is a choice. And we as a species are being called to the same awakening. We are being called to the same awakening right now. And it's new for us. We're having conversations now that our grandparents could not have dreamed of. This is all happening of its own nature, of its own cause. But I invite all of us to begin to realize that our sovereignty is not for sale. And it's there for us anytime we want it. One of the reasons that I'm part of unity and I contribute to unity is this is a group of people that supports each other in the realization of our personal sovereignty. In debugging our own programs. If you imagine your conscious mind is like your RAM, Imagine your subconscious mind as being like your hard drive. Your operating system is what you believe about yourself, how you operate in this world. If you take a child and tell a child they're stupid, they're ugly, they're, they can't do anything right, they will grow up to operate in this world as though those things were true. I'm a former stupid, ugly child who couldn't do anything right, who got to wake up and change the way I operate in this world, and this is possible for anyone. Um, and oh, so hang on time out and I'll say that often as a new thought comes into my head so one of the indicative aspects of personal sovereignty is we have agency I want to give you the definition for agency free will the ability to take action to choose what action to take what we're doing with our own personal sovereignty there is an illustration and it's about India and elephants and in India they'll take an elephant away from its mother at a very young age and they'll tie this baby elephant to a really strong pole and this elephant will pull and pull and try to get away and try to get back to its mother and eventually it'll just give up because it's got a rope and a strong pole and it, the elephant's just not able to pull it out and that elephant that's what it learns. And then later on, a big, powerful bull elephant can be led to the beach by a little boy and have that rope buried in the sand. And that elephant has learned that it can't pull, it can't get away, and it won't even try. I'm inviting us to try to pull away. We have been programmed and taught that we have no effect over the world, that we really even have no control over our own thoughts. And this simply is not true. It simply is not true. And we are just beginning to awaken to this now. And this is a possibility for us all. It's a choice. And we're going to do time in a body and grow old and die anyway. Can we make a more wise choice? Just to begin to bring our attention into our wholeness. To begin to bring our attention into our being and realize that we are sovereign. Follow me on a journey in words for just a moment. So right now the wind is blowing across the ocean. Imagine that. Imagine the wind blowing all across the ocean. It's drawing up moisture from the swells and spinning into clouds and then sending some back down like raindrops from the heavens. And it comes blowing into the coastal ranges and the bays and passes over mountains and deserts and forested canopies and flows into city streets through windows across Highway 20 into Unity Community of Bend, and you just took a breath of this air. 
which is now passing from your bloodstream into your lungs, reaching your heart, and hello and welcome to your life. You've just been jacked into the most amazing fantasy game ever imagined, and it's often called actual reality. And with every beat of your heart and breath you take, you're a player in this game, a dancer on this stage, and this stage is everything you see and smell and taste and touch and feel and hear and think and where you go into your mind. And the real question is, what do you want out of this? If someone wishes to be miserable, life will provide no shortage of misery. If someone wishes to look at their game, their dance, their stage as though it were a tasty treat extravaganza beckoning for you to peruse these delicacies, this life can also be. I have a few words for you along your way, my fellow travelers, and that is that love is bigger than religion. Truth is older than the scriptures. Innocence is indestructible. Hang on, time out. Innocence is indestructible. Like every wave crashing the shore, like every newborn baby crying, like every dandelion growing up through the cracks in the sidewalk to reflect its own goldenness back onto the sun. Integrity is a light in our heart that never goes out. It shines forever. We may deny it. We may forget it. We may rage against the idea, but our integrity is forever and is waiting our inevitable remembrance of it. True beauty is the feeling inside of us that inspires us to sing, not how we sound when we sing. True beauty is the feeling inside of us that inspires us to dance, not how we look when we dance, and we're free to be beautiful right now. Just wake up, sweetheart, and remember who you are. I just want everybody to just take in not just the music but the beauty of what we've just heard and how it touches all of us. Lost on a painted sky where the clouds are hung for the poet's eye You may find him If you may find him on a theme that is timeless and the one God will make for your day Sing the song in search of a voice that is silent and the sun God will make for your
voice overheard by the soul undertook by the heart and you may know it if you may know it while the sand would become the stone which begat the spark Thank you, Victor. Thank you, Soulshine, Dave, and Eric for your song earlier. They're all one. We are so blessed here, aren't we? Oh my gosh. And I just have to say something before I welcome new visitors. Uh, this is something that just has to come out. Uh, William says he's not special. And he's not any more than the rest of us. But he has some unique talents and skills. And you know what? Uh, he's probably like any of us that are on a, have been on a ministerial path at times questioning it. So I want everybody to let him know how much we appreciate him being on that path. You're on it, bud. You stick with it. <laughs> so I'd like to welcome new, new first-time visitors, new people here. here. If anybody's here for the first time, would you raise your hand? All right, we've got one new visitor. And would you like to, would you feel comfortable standing and sharing your name and where you're from? My name's Brandon, I'm from Ben. All right, <laughs> welcome Brandon. And we have, do we have a packet for Brandon? Actually, can you sing us a song? Uh, first, first the packet, with, the packet with the 100,000 in it. I've been here since 84. Welcome, Brandon. Was there another? Do we okay. have a packet for him? Oh, yeah, back here. Back there, yeah, okay. I'll get one for you. 
Another bonus. One? It's a bonus. Another visitor? Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm Brooke. I'm from Klamath. I've been in Bend for about five years now. Welcome. Well, welcome, Brooke. Did you want to say hi? Yeah? Okay. <laughs> I'm Thelma. I'm from Bend as well. Originally from Brazil, but live here for a while. Welcome, Ben. Welcome, Thelma. Anyone else? No? Okay. That's it. We're so glad to have all of you here. We hope you'll come back and join us again and, and just feel like you're part of family. That's, you are, okay? Yeah, so uh, we're going to go into the offering time, but before we do, uh, I've got something I'd like to share. So you, you can take your way up here, but it'll be a minute. Uh, I'm, a long, I'm long-winded, you know that. <laughs> anyway, uh, I want you to know that everybody uh, on our mailing list probably received an email uh, I think it was from Kevin, with information on our new community hub or website. It's called Elvanto. Anybody remember getting that? Okay, so quite a number of you here. If you aren't on our mailing list, you wouldn't have gotten it, of course. But if you did get it, please take a minute to follow the instructions in that email and log in. It's a great way to stay connected. It's got information on everybody uh, that they want to be shared, uh, what they do, where they live, their phone numbers, all that kind of thing. So uh, we also, along with this change, have a new donation portal, and it's called tithe.ly. And it includes a new text-to-give number. So we need for you to register now so that your donations will be quick and easy in the future. And we've got a nice little video that Kevin put together. It's just a couple of minutes to show us how to do that because some of us are maybe not as technical as others. So uh, I'll ask you, Nico, to go ahead and run that video, if you will. Here's a quick way to set up your recurring donations for Unity Community. If you follow the link from any of our donate pages, this simple page pops up, and you just put in the amounts that you want to give. It's going to be a recurring donation. Click on Recurring, and choose when you want it to start. Keep in mind that if you're doing a recurring donation, the charge won't actually be made until the date that you set forth here. So it's not going to charge you immediately unless this happens to be the first of the month that you're doing this. Put in your name and your email. Make sure the email you use is the same as the one you use to log into Elvanto. You can have it as a bank draft or a credit card charge. And make sure to scroll down in this little window. And after you put in your card number, you can make a note if you want. And it's important to check on Remember Me at the bottom and create a password. This is your password for Tithely, our giving system to enable you to log in in the future and quickly make a donation without having to re-enter your credit card. Use whatever password you want. Also create a PIN number to make it easy to log back in. The important thing is to remember to scroll down to the bottom of the form to see the Remember Me checkbox and to put in a password and a PIN. Now your account will be set up automatically as soon as you click on Give, and the next time you come in here, you just need to sign in and enter the amount. Click the big green Give button, and we thank you. Yay, Kevin. Don't we appreciate Kevin? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm always impressed with uh, the technology that he's created 
along with all the other wonderful people that are running it here as well today. And so thank you to all of our technology people as well. So this is a time when we are giving back to uh, this center and uh, sharing uh, with us some of the resources that we have accumulated so that this wonderful church and community can continue to stay open and turn, keep the lights on and, and send out our tithes to the community. And so as these baskets go around, we see that they're empty now, but they will be filled with wonderful joy, wonderful prosperity, and we will bless them when they come back. So please send them forth. And while they're going, we'll have our song. everyone for these wonderful gifts. Uh, we're going to bless them now with our uh, blessing of the offering together, please. From the love of pure spirit within us, we bless these gifts. We send them forth to heal, bless, and prosper. They are evidence of our faith and belief. They do good work in the world and return to us multiplied abundantly, and so it is. Okay, so now we have a couple of really interesting announcements. <laughs> First, yeah, thank you, announcements. In the uh, youth group, they always sing a little song, announcements, 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 and everybody gets excited and they love to hear them. <laughs> so be ready. Okay, so first of all, uh, the spirit groups. There's still one spot left in the Buddhism for the Western Mind Group, two spots left in the Ease Tension with BioTouch. That's right. Awesome. awesome, says the author. <laughs> yeah, and so uh, go to our website under Connect and click on Spirit Groups to sign up. The, the Spirit Groups are small groups and they're really intimate and they're re you really connect with people and bond. It's a great way to uh, really get to know uh, people in your community. The next announcement, the Art of Spiritual Care with Reverend Jane and Reverend Beth Welton Miller began on October 11th. The details uh, on, and the registration are in the calendar. So you've got to get down to Elvanto. <laughs> Have we finished Simple Church? Is it closed? It will be, but it's not yet. Okay. So you might be able to do it on Simple Church as well. Um, the men's group, uh, which I'm involved with, meets up this Thursday, 
October 21st, and we've shifted it from 6.30 to 6 p.m. because it gets dark so early. And we've been sitting outside, but if it gets too cold, we'll move into the foyer. Uh, but please come if you, if you would like to. You don't need an RSVP. Just come for a time to connect with other manly men. <laughs> we think so. Okay, uh, announcement four. And there's one more after this. Uh, there's a special event, November 6th. Don Miguel Ruiz. And Jane, I think you want to talk about this. And see how excited she's running up here. <laughs> so we had his brother here, Don Jose, a couple of years ago. And it was actually the first event in this new space. So now we're going to have rival siblings here. No, seriously, they're very good friends. And Don Miguel is going to be speaking. Um, he has, he's the author of many books. I've read the ones on um, relationship that he's done. And it's such a beautiful book. And he has other books like Living a Life of Awareness, The Five Levels of Attachment, The Mastery of Self, The Mastery of Life. So it's going to be right here. You can get a ticket and be in the room, or you can watch online. And so you go to our calendar, you click on the event, and you sign up for it. These are some posters. If you have a location, like a favorite coffee shop, or I don't know, you have a company that you work for, <coughs> work for that has a bulletin board that people look at, just come and I'll get you one, or raise your hand now and I'll give it to you. So does anybody have a spot where they think people would see it? Donna? Okay. Anybody else? Please come and find me. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. I guess she deserves a round of applause for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, last couple of things. Uh, we sent you a survey to ask for your opinion on what we're doing here. And of course, we're doing everything near perfect. But in case you don't agree with that, let us know. Uh, anything you'd like to see different? This is a Short survey, five minutes, done. Uh, please send that back if you will. And then Donna says that the poetry event that she had scheduled for October 20th has been moved to November 19th. Details to follow. Thank you, Donna. And now uh, let's do our prayer of protection. The light of God surrounds me. I am the light of God. The love of God enfolds me. I am the love of God. The power of God protects me. I am the power of God. The presence of God watches over me. I am the presence of God. Wherever I am, God is, because I am. The light of God surrounds me. Where 
Good evening, good morning, good to have a great week and go in peace.